An important part of owning an online business is staying healthy to run it. Fueling yourself correctly for maximum energy and endurance is key. And I know firsthand how hard keeping a good food regimen can be. So many people tell me I'm so lucky because I can't gain weight and I, you know, I'm super thin or whatever. I don't have to watch what I eat. I get a lot of comments like that all the time. And I, I would say it's probably because I am thin and I run a lot. So exercise is important to me. But what you may not know about me is two things. One, I have a really low metabolism. So when I don't exercise, I can gain weight fairly quickly. And two, I've struggled with food most of my life. I've overcome a pretty bad eating disorder in early adulthood. And food is still a struggle for me. I both wanting to binge or wanting to withhold. It's a daily battle I face, but I now have the right tools to be able to overcome it a lot easier than I did earlier on. Staying healthy is an important topic for me. And that's why I wanted to bring my friend Andrea Caprio onto the show to help us with our health goals, because it doesn't sound like business would correlate with this. And it's like, why are you doing a podcast on health? But they are super complimentary of each other. If you have your health, you have a healthy business. If you don't have your health, you don't have the energy that it takes to keep going with your business, right? And so they are so interconnected. So together, we're going to talk about how to stay on track with our eating goals, how to overcome mindset blocks that we may have around food, and the five key steps to achieving food freedom once and for all. Andrea Caprio is an expert in emotional eating and a master transformational nutrition coach. She developed her food freedom formula to help busy people struggling with cravings and emotional eating to lose 20 pounds or more without dramatic changes to their diets or workouts. Andrea's mission is to help others break free from self-sabotage, heal their relationship with food, and figure out how they want to live life on their own terms. If you're interested in having a healthy life, reaping the benefits of your healthy business, then keep on listening. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough. I didn't know enough and I didn't have enough time until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win and yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey, Andrea, thank you so much for hopping on Pursuing Goals God's Way with me. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Gabe, I'm really excited too, I must say, and great meeting everybody here. I'm super happy to be on this show. Yes. And it's so funny because in my intro, I was talking about how, um, you know, it seems weird that I'm going to be doing a health episode on a business podcast. But for me, I feel like they're interconnected. Like if we don't have our health, it's really hard to run our business. And that's why I like talking about health goals. Let's work on our health and our nutrition and all the things so that we can show up to our best ability and grow our business and not have to like 
wonder if we're going to be able to do it. Like if we're going to be healthy to do it, if we get, you know, if you get sick all the time or different things, like our health is actually really important and it's interconnected. So I'm excited about this conversation. Um, but before we start, I love to start the show to hear a little something unique about my guests. So can you share something that maybe listeners wouldn't know off the top of their head? Okay, let's, let's, do you have time? Because there's a lot of things actually I can come up with. Um, but I think one of the big things is um, I have mostly traveled and lived in several countries uh, during my adult years. Um, I'm from Germany, as you probably hear from my accent, um, but I lived a little bit all over. So I lived in Kenya, I lived in South Africa, I lived in Miami, uh, in Portugal, and now I'm in Italy, um, actually. So uh, travel is in my genes, it seems, or something like that. I can just not stop. But we said it's our last place, actually, where we are. And I also, um, maybe some things about me. Um, I just have a puppy here sitting at my legs, um, a border collie. I have two adult cats. I have two adult children as well. And I'm remarried, so I'm really happy. We have a beautiful life, and I'm really enjoying it. And um, you mentioned so much earlier about health, right, and how important that is, Um in uh, for our work right I mean I run my business I had you know I had other businesses in other fields before and I learned it actually you know really through my own way is how important health is right because without it you know your productivity is not good um, you don't have maybe even you know the self-confidence you need to pursue your career or whatever it is right they're really I mean it's a cornerstone literally of almost everything Mm, it so is. It so is. And uh, I want to dive into your story a little bit. But before we do, when you talked about travel, uh, it's fun because you're from Germany. We had a German foreign exchange student a few years back, and we just loved mm. him and adore him. He's still a part of our family, um, even though he's in Germany now. But what was your what's been your favorite place so far? Do you have one? I get that asked often. It's it's very difficult. To be honest, I actually, where we are, uh, we are in Italy on the Ligurian coast uh, directly. I mean, I walk two minutes to the beach, um, so it's amazing. I mean, I'm in the city center. Um, I'm just across France. So, you know, I've literally everything. The mountains are behind me. I've literally everything. That's why we said we will not move. But to be fair, you know, we just moved in January here. Um, I really liked South Africa. I found it really interesting. I had a beautiful life and we had a great community there as well. Um, it was not an easy life in terms of security and all that, but the quality of life we had there was really awesome. Mm, that's so fun. I've always wanted mm -hmm. to go visit Africa and Italy's on my list. So I love that you say mountains and water and all the things that I love all in one. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah. well, yeah, let's dive into your story because I know that you've dealt with some of your own health issues along the way. So I'd love for you to just share a snippet of that and how it led to you actually becoming a master certified transformational coach and building your own online business. Mm, that's a great question. Again, I get that asked really often because um, I, I it was especially started in South Africa and then it continued over the years. You know, I started really developing a little bit unhealthy patterns. Um, and I obviously now know it's kind of emotional eating. So I had a bit of sugar here and a bit of sugar, sweet things there, et cetera, et cetera. So I was not like eating really badly because I was eating the vegetables and, you know, normal meals and all that. Um, and so I thought, no, no, I'm okay. But then one day I realized how much sugar actually I 
I ate. And I realized also that I ate more sugar, of course, when I was a bit more stressed and stress is my good friend, right? Or when I was a bit emotional. So I started having a couple of health issues. I had regular migraines, like weekly migraines. I had some hormonal issues. I have regrow I had regrowing fibroids. Um, I was a little bit overweight. I had bloating all the time. My energy was very low. I was always tired and like brain fog and all that. So, you know, a couple of things here and there just added up. And one day I came over um, a really healthy way of eating. Um, it was like a detox. I'm actually offering this detox as well now uh, to some of my clients. And I started eating healthy and literally from one day to the other, almost everything improved, right? So from weekly uh, migraine headaches, I now have them maybe two, three times a year only. I never had fibroid issues. And meanwhile, I had you know, I went through perimenopause and menopause, I had almost no issues and all my friends do have issues, right? Um, I did not put on weight. I'm actually losing weight. I'm literally at my, you know, ideal weight now. Um, my digestive system is amazing. My energy is just like through the roof almost all the time. So, you know, I really changed all that. And I realized that had to do with food. Of course, also later on, I changed a lot of things in my lifestyle and we go later, I'm sure, talking a little bit about goals and habits because, of course, lifestyle habits are also important. So it's never only just about the food or just about the exercise. It's a combination of and that's what I learned. And then I got um, really curious about um, because at that time I had moved to Miami and I saw really how bad um, the, the health status of people is and how badly they're eating actually in the US. Um, and so I really wanted to help other people. And I started, you know, researching and I found a really great um, school I was following. So I did first my certified nutri uh, nutrition coaching and then my master certified uh, transformational nutrition coaching. Um, and yeah, and then I started uh, over seven years ago now wellness methods in Miami. And now I'm working online, uh, mostly in the American field, actually. Mm. It's so impressive to me that the body is so intricate that we can have all of these issues. Like they're kind of symptoms of something inner connected that if we don't solve that problem, then these issues can become bigger issues. And I think about it too, like sometimes you have pain in your foot, but the pain is really coming from the hip. So you have to solve the hip to get the pain, you know, and I feel like that's what it is with our bodies. Um, I know I've gone on a sleep journey of, I am very restless and I don't sleep well. I I'm like, I don't know how I survived many, many years. I don't know when the last time was I've slept through the night, but a lot of it has been from these issues, like these inner issues. So I've been working on it and figuring it out. And I'm finally coming out the other side stronger and I'm waking up maybe once, maybe twice. And I, and now when I have a bad night's sleep, I go, how did I do that all these years? Because it affects everything about yeah. your life. But a lot of it came down to what I believe it came down to nutrition. It came down to certain minerals and vitamins in my body. Um, but who would have known? Because, you know, you think you're doing all the right things. And then um, it's just it, what works for one person doesn't always work for the other. But some things can, like when we talked about habits, like habit formation is such a great uh, empower for us whether it's in nutrition or in business or in just life goals in general. And I'm huge on setting goals and creating habits. And I know you are too. And one thing I love about what you teach is that 
you don't need to set this big lofty habit or goal. Like it can be simple. And that's all, I'm all about simple. So can you tell me a little bit about how simple habits can transform our outlook on our health and help us to stay on track? Wow, that you put so many things there. And I just want to swivel back uh, for a short while is um, personalized nutrition is really important because we are different all. Um, but also what you said is um, very much part of my uh, food freedom foundation uh, formula. And it's really all about um, the root cause, finding the root cause. Now, Working in my practice um, so many years with hundreds and hundreds of clients, I do work a lot on the root cause, but I saw very often saw that people struggle still to implement whatever helps them to solve the root cause, right? So one, we find, once we found out what it is, we obviously have to address it. But people normally, in general, actually, you know, most people know they should be eating the apple and not the cookies or whatever it is, right? I mean, I'm sure, you know, all the listeners here they are um, mostly aware of, but we struggle, right? And very often we struggle with lack of willpower. We struggle with self-sabotage, um, you know, and, and just all these things prevent us really from implementing what we want to implement. And that's why I developed recently a special um, course and also a workshop where I really teach people um, to implement simple habits. And I call it the tiny habits. And there's actually a book called Tiny Habits, which is really great. Um, and that is really making it super simple. Instead of relying on willpower, you can just rely on habits because you and I address myself to everybody, you are brushing your teeth every morning and every evening, right? At least I hope so, right? But who is really thinking about it? I guess, Gabe, you're not thinking about brushing your teeth, right? No, only my little kids do because they don't want to, you know? <laughs> exactly. And basically we all learned it or most of us learned it, right? When we were little kids and it's repetition and it's we start with one tooth, right? And then a second tooth. Initially, we probably don't brush our teeth perfect. I'm sure with your little kids, you know, it's not perfect. But, you know, it's just the habit of taking the toothbrush in your hand and just rubbing a little bit. And eventually it becomes, you know, that we do that. And that's exactly the same way that I'm teaching my clients to implement healthy habits. Could be nutrition, could be drinking more water, could be developing a routine, you know, a sleep routine or whatever it is, right? Uh, because then once we have that um, tiny habits, then we just do it. And that's what prevents then people from falling off the wagon because probably many people here um, on your wonderful Pursuing Goals uh, God's Way podcast is that people, um, then they, they, they know, right, they, they want to do it, but they've been doing yo-yo dieting or, you know, tried this and that or read on Google or whatever, and they try something maybe for a week, maybe for a month, but eventually they go off. Very often because people are doing too much, too difficult, too strict, you know, and then they cannot really implement it and stay on track. Mm, yeah, so true, because that's one thing that I talk about when it comes to even just setting goals in life or in business is that if you set your goal way too high, and you don't have anything in between, or you're not setting these smaller habits that kind of are like 
a check of a goal, right? It's like, oh, I hit that little stepping stone. I did brush my teeth today. That was great. Don't even have to think about it, but it's a piece of the puzzle. And if we don't have those pieces, then it's so much easier to fall off the bandwagon. Or also with these fad diets where it's like, well, no, this diet's going to work for you. This diet's going to work for you. No, um, no, you have to do it this way. And it's nothing is simple to implement. And nothing is, I mean, you have to work to hit any goal, but at the same time, when the rules are so hard to follow and it doesn't make sense in our busy lives and schedules, then we fall off. And so adding these little habits makes a lot of sense. Um, And as you were talking about the food freedom, I love the word food freedom, because to me that says... I can have a donut if I want to. It says that it's okay to have a little bit in moderation. It's okay for this. You don't have to be so stringent because if you are, you're not going to do it anyway, fit what's going to fit in your lifestyle. But food freedom really means it's it's choices. It's like making the right choice. What's going to fuel my body best? What's going to help me in the long run? And I know that you've developed these five steps to food freedom. So can you talk about, let's let's go, maybe the tiny habits was the first step. I don't know, but let's talk about this first step and kind of dive into the, the steps of food freedom. Yeah, great. Um, I, I love, I'm getting over super passionate because that's really something I developed, you know, over the years, um, seeing similar everybody is different of course but it's always the similar thing the similar steps we can go obviously adapted to everybody so the first step is to recognize the root cause we spoke about it already earlier um, right so first of all we need to know okay why are you not sleeping right or why are you tired the whole day right and that is of course when you run the business it's very important right or why you're not losing weight or why are your hormones upside down or why do you have bloating so I um, you know work with my clients obviously on that and I find out about the root cause I do that especially in the way one-on-one working with my clients um, because you know once we know what it is obviously then we can address it but there's the second step that's actually coming before and that's the resetting the body's healing abilities it's a little bit like a detox right we reset the body we get our whole system in flow because very often over years of uh, maybe abusing our body a little bit through unhealthy living, right, we created blockages, often in our liver, in our digestive system, but also could be other um, areas. And when you have these, it's kind of your body is stuck, you can imagine it like the pipes in your house, if they're stuck, right, if something is blocking them, nothing flows in or out or whatever so um, we want sometimes really to reset our body's healing abilities because if that's not um, there then the body cannot heal right and we need of course our body to heal if for example you want to lose weight um, and you've been struggling most likely your body is in ill health right and you need first of all to sort that out so once we've done that then we go into uh, repairing the root cause so we will address the different systems your digestive system your endocrine system etc etc but we also look very often into the emotions by the way just want to say so it's not only the physical part it's the emotional side it's the spiritual side all this is really interconnected so super important. Um, and then we come actually to the relearning the habits, right? So relearning the healthy habits. Now, I know that's step number four here in my um, food freedom foundation, but I 
through the time I actually put that as probably the first step um, I, I might have to rethink it because very often so the root cause is important but often learning habits is often the first step because as I said earlier sometimes people just struggle to implement things and then the last step is actually the most important one um, 80 percent of our work is to rewire the mindset so all these steps are my r steps five r steps right they all start with an r um, so you can remember it and rewire the mindset is because so often we have from our childhood or from our past some trauma some limiting beliefs something that happens or so and we kind of are stuck and very often those limiting beliefs uh, make us not believe in ourselves right we are not able to be worthy to be valuable to achieve this to lose the weight to get healthy to improve our business um, to be successful in our business in our marriage whatever it is and when we have really this uh, stuck mindset nothing goes forward right and by changing that is really how then you achieve your goals, your health goals, your life goals, whatever it is. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I love that the mind you have the mindset piece in there because I agree. Um, nothing really, you have to reframe how you think. You have to reframe those words or those beliefs. And I was actually just listening to a podcast this morning while I was running and it, there was an, I was, it's a health one. And I was listening to an orthopedic talking about injury. Um, my, my oldest son is an elite gymnast and he's actually going through an injury right now. He tore his hamstring. We, he did nationals on it, which is crazy, um, did really well, but we found out that it was a lot worse than we thought it was. But it was interesting because he was talking about in this podcast episode that, a lot of times um, the brain is, the brain is an important piece. And so if a doctor says, oh, you have to be stagnant and you, you, this is what's going on. And it's a six month recovery or whatever people start, even if they weren't feeling pain, they start feeling pain because now they're thinking that way um, where we can't want to keep as mobile as possible. Still, there are certain one injuries where we should stop and rest, right? But then sometimes the rest atrophies things and whatnot. And so keeping mobile and, and thinking um, about how to heal it or like all the things, it actually plays a huge part into it. And that's what I hear when you're talking about that fifth step. So you're absolutely right. And um, I was thinking earlier, and you spoke about goals, but it just didn't fit in when you were mentioning it. But now it fits really in that I and I mean this podcast is about goals, right? And achieving goals. Um, now, for me, what one big thing that really changed for myself and that I learned, and that obviously I'm teaching my clients as well, is that you need to be super clear about your goal, right? Um, so what we said, it needs to be clear, um, obviously achievable, smart goals, and so on and so on. But, um, and then, you know, from there, you can do your planning, you can do smaller steps to get there. But what is very important as well is to think as you have already achieved that goal. So to act as if you are already there. And what you can do, you can either imagine yourself as your future self. So give yourself even a name, you know, my future self, da, 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 whatever. Or you can maybe have somebody, a friend or an 
prominent person or somebody you look up to, right? And aspire to be that person. Not that you want to be like that person, but aspire to, you know, have certain habits and so on. And that's why we should also surround ourselves with people that we aspire to become, right, somehow. So basically act as if you are there already and ask each time, if I'm that person, how would I think? How would I eat? How would I do things? Would I eat this? Would I overeat? Uh, would I procrastinate, etc.? And that's very helpful. Mm, I love that. I actually talk about that in business too. I say act as if. So if you pretend you're running a multi-million dollar business, um, even if that's not what you want, you know, like pretend you're running it. How would you set up your systems? How would you do these things? Because that means once you grow, you're growing into that and you don't have to worry about recreating those things. You can just kind of walk into it and it's really great. So I love that as we talk about health. Um, now, I know these five steps, I love it. I love the R's, I love alliterations. Um, but I'd love to hear too, as we kind of start wrapping up, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned throughout your health journey? I think that's actually what I just mentioned. It's definitely something I love, but um, two, two, maybe two things. It's difficult to say always the biggest lesson. Uh, one of the biggest things is probably self-care. Um, I'm a huge um, believer in self-care and I learned it obviously the hard way. Uh, initially, uh, you know, I'm a mother as well. Uh, I have two adult kids and all that. So, you know, when you're in that, you always look after others first. And I realized, you know, if I don't look after myself first, I cannot give to others. And so I changed completely my um, my outlook on that. And I put myself first now. And you know, especially when I was a younger mother, I was suddenly my children literally shifted, right? And I was able to give so much more, feel so much better. And yeah, and improved a lot of relations in, in that. Mm, yeah, yeah. I always think we are their example too. And so what we do, they will model. And I always say, yeah. what we what we do is what they'll model. They won't always do what we say, right? They're going yeah, to watch true. what we do. And um, when we do put ourselves first, like, especially when it comes to these basic care needs, our health and our yeah. exercise and things that are going to give us the output of energy that we need to be able to serve others, uh, because that is important. Serving our community, serving our kids, serving others is so important for us, but we also need to fuel ourselves in yeah. order to be able to do it. So yeah, I love that. I think I've learned that along the way as well. I used to not take care of myself and I did see, I mean, in the intro, I was talking about how in early adulthood, I did have an eating disorder and different things because things were just out of place and I wasn't taking care of myself the way I should have been. Um, and a part of that came from mindset. It really came from how I felt about myself or the beliefs that I held and all the things. And so there was so much development that went into it and just personal growth, but, um, and how it all kind of, so again, interconnects in, in what we, our health and what we can do with it. Um, now I know that you have a free webinar that my listeners can go listen to, uh, especially if they really took into these five steps and can see food freedom in their future and really want this to be a part of their goals this year. So can you tell us a little bit about the webinar and then where they can go to find it? 
Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you so much. Um, so it's my Food Freedom Foundation workshop um, that I put together. And uh, again, I put that really together with, um, you know, my five steps in mind, because I was always wondering, okay, what is an easy thing for people to get started, right? Um, because let's face it, you know, people like, you know, you mentioned earlier, you had a eating disorder. I mean, you cannot solve that like quickly, right? It takes mm -hmm. time, but people obviously need to start with, and that's why I'm so focused on habits. And that is exactly what I'm doing in my workshop is helping people to implement um, and learn how to implement the foundational habits, the tiny habits that I mentioned earlier. And I have in the workshop even an easy formula. And there's a workbook, by the way, where everything is written down so they can just follow kind of fill in the blank uh, thing and put learn how to um, implement an easy habit. And just start with this one, right? And then they can use the same for another habit, right? And so on and so on and eventually build up on it. And obviously I teach that in the workshop. And then we're also going to talk in the workshop um, about mindset shifts. We spoke several times about how important it is. So how actually simple mindset shifts actually can lead from self-sabotage um, and also cravings or so, like stress craving or emotional eating, to implementing healthy habits, even you know when you're busy or stressed or so. And then I have the step-by-step -step plan, so you can actually really uh, get easy hacks and know how to get from your goal to putting it in planning right to putting it in progress and um, then I will also go a little bit and show you you know how to implement actually food freedom in terms of uh, easy hacks uh, easy changes that you can do in your daily life for example just simple food swaps or so you know still having pleasure in eating like we said we don't want restrictive diets but sometimes it's just small little changes you can do and it's so much healthier and you still, you know, have fun. You don't feel like losing out when you're out with your girlfriends or, you know, for family dinner or something like that. It's really about small little swaps. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've watched and the workshop and it's, it is definitely packed full of good stuff. And so definitely want to have that mm -hmm. workbook out and taking notes alongside Andrea. So where can we find and it? The URL is um, web.wellnessmethods.com forward slash food freedom foundation workshop. I'm sure you link that here uh, under the show notes. It's quite a mouthful. Um, <laughs> I might have to change that eventually. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You might need to make it like initials or something, but yes, I will definitely link it in the show notes for easy access. And also if listeners want to connect with you further, what is a good place for them to find you? The best is uh, my website is wellnessmethods.com. Uh, very easy, very short, right? You, by the way, have also on there, um, on the uh, page, there's just a link to uh, also signing up for the workshop. So you will find it there as well. And then I'm all over social media, usually with wellness methods as the um, handle. Okay. That's easy to remember. So that's great, but I'll have it all linked for my listeners here great. as well. Andrea, this has been such a great conversation and it's really empowered me too. I'm like, I just need to get back into those little tiny habits and just um, be excited and have that mindset shift that says, how is this going to fuel me? Like when I'm thinking about things, what's going to fuel me best and get me that energy so that I can make lasting impacts, which is what this podcast is all about, is pursuing those passions and making lasting impacts. So thank you so much for joining me here today. 
Gabe, I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you for having me and thank you everybody for listening. And please remember to implement one little thing that we talked today about. So just one little change. And obviously I hope to see you in our workshop. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.